I'm Ingrid Hernandez. And I'm Christina Pernforce. We are two unlikely best friends navigating the world of entrepreneurship, motherhood, and all that it brings to life in general. Between us, we have about 10 different careers, worn countless hats, but more importantly, numerous types of shoes. From combat boots to ski boots, we've professionally handled them all. And in this podcast, we like to discuss and share the nuggets we picked up along the way and learn some new ones from our fabulous guests. As entrepreneurs, life's a juggle. Marketing, sales, client services, finances, and the list goes on. Let's face it, it's tough. But our motto is, life's too short not to wear high heels. And every hour can be a happy one. Welcome to the High Heels Happy Hour. Cheers! Okay, and that was Ingrid who forgot to turn her phone off. That, that, that was the death of today. Um, welcome, welcome to High Heels Happy Hour. Welcome back. And if this is the first time, welcome. Um, it's about time. It's about time. Where have you been? Well, if you accidentally stumbled upon us, uh, this is the... Um, podcast where we talk about everything lifestyle lifestyle health wellness anything that has to do with life pretty much self how we can improve upon ourselves because we're constant work in progress yeah and today before we check in just to touch on what we're going to talk about we're going to talk about what worked for us Mm -hmm. so you know we always if we don't grow, we die. That's mm-hmm. what we say. But we always look at and we talk about things to improve and self-development. Um, but today we're going to share things that we have done that have worked for us in our lives um, in areas of mental wellness, physical wellness, family, work, all of things. And instead of, yeah. So what are you going to have? So we're, it's going to be all, exactly. So we usually give you a life hack at the beginning, but this whole episode is about our hacks and our life habits, hacks that became habits. Hmm. Um, yeah. But how was the week? A great. So happy. Happy Valentine's. Valentine's. Yes. And for yeah. you. And, and it's just, just saying, I'm not very colorful to be, uh, Valentine's no, I think week, we're a little that it's it's a rainy day. It's morbid? just felt like well, morbid Valentine's. Yes, morbid. I'm dominate dominatrix yes. of Valentine. <laughs> For those of you that can't see us, I'm wearing pleather black and Ingrid is wearing gray. With with studs and things. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we're really <laughs> well we're yeah. So anyways. Anyways. Yeah. How was Valentine's? You have uh, anniversary. Yes. 21 One. years today. I think we're, wait, we were saying you got married in 03? Yes. Oh, so we're saying. Yeah. So we're going on I 21. Know. 21 years. Oh, huh. 
so our uh, our marriage can now drink. Yeah. <laughs> our marriage has been drinking for a while. No, but it's it's funny that if we had uh, gotten a child on our wedding day, that child would now be eligible for uh, alcohol consumption. That yeah. that is true. Yeah, yeah. We've been dating for. We've been together for 28 years. So it's, uh, oh. it, we took a while before we got married. We just wanted to be sure. So yeah. Well, I just ripped the bandaid off. I think we're together 21.7. Oh, well, yeah, we did it the other way. Well, <laughs> well, well, happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank so many, you. many, many, many more. Yeah. And okay, so. So let's talk about what worked for us because sometimes you just want to hear we can come up with a lot of good theories but today we're going to talk purely from experience so is that your stomach <laughs> she's getting hungry yeah. uh which actually is one of my first things that worked for me so i'm gonna go first um we're talking about our top five so ten all together and yeah we're gonna jump straight in this worked for me okay number one you know i like health and fitness yes. and all that um you've heard me talk about and you've tried it as well i talked about intermittent fasting which for a lot of people might seem like a too much too hard not eating directly in the morning i will say the one thing that really turned the dial for me and that really shifted made it so much easier was just to stop eating at a certain time in, in mm. the evening kind of close the kitchen because otherwise i could sit in front of the tv and kind of snack and do this and have another glass of wine and so i close my eating window or stop eating at eight o'clock at night usually it's eight o'clock because in our family we have late dinners because of kids in school and all that but after that i just have um water maybe some tea without anything in it but that has really changed because then also then i don't go to bed on a super full stomach mm -hmm. uh, so for digestion issue and bloating and all that it's just changed but it also made it that even if you then wake up and eat and you can't hold off in the morning and have to eat right away, you've still gotten a good overnight fast. Gotcha. And some people like to go up in the middle of the night and snack or snack right before they go to bed. Um, but that just keeping that in mind that at eight o'clock, that's when um, I close the kitchen. It really made a huge difference for me. In many ways, I sleep better. I, um, yeah, I just don't, yeah, don't have to consume anything yeah. after that. So that is something um, I truly recommend. And then step two, if you want to take a little further, then hold off on eating first thing you wake up and then wait a couple of hours because then all of a sudden you've gotten a good little fast in mm. and gotten the benefits from that. But that's, I think the first thing is just to stop in the evening. And I don't think it's as psychologically jarring as you can't eat when you wake up. You got to wait. I think after dinner and all that, you're kind of full. So why not just make sure you don't consume mm. any more calories? 
Makes sense. Yeah. So that is my first tip. Just setting that time, whatever time works for you. Uh, my second thing that really worked, as you know, and you heard it here first, I stopped being a vegetarian after 34 oh, years, no. but really increasing my protein intake. Mm, you have been very diligent. So, and I had, that's the reason, if you didn't hear that episode, this, that's the reason why I stopped being a vegetarian after 34 years because I was not getting enough protein. And as we age, especially as women, we need mm -hmm. more protein, not less. And I started calculating it and it was just not doable anymore. So increase, and what have I noticed after people ask, so have you gained weight? Have you had digestional issues? No, none of those. But what I have noticed is I've gotten a lot stronger. I've increased mm, my which is muscle mass thing. and I have increased all my, no, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what I wanted. Um, I've increased weights in the gym. I've, yeah, the, I've gotten a lot stronger. Right. I mean a lot, but in, I feel that I've gotten a lot stronger more importantly. Um, so yeah, but that's the only kind of big, I haven't noticed any other major, um, that's pretty major, issues. but it's good major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I mean, I could have gained a lot of weight. I could have, because all of a sudden you're eating, you know, animal. But no, I didn't <laughs> notice any of that. Uh, maybe I mean a few pop, but that could be water or mm -hmm. could be anything. Could just be chocolate. Um, <laughs> it could be muscle too. But no, I've I've really noticed strength. And again, I think my sleep has improved as well. I think it's because I'm maybe fuller. You know, protein kind of makes you more satiated. So before, uh, maybe I just needed to eat more often and wasn't as full or just, I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like I've uh, definitely more strength and uh, better sleep. So yes, eat more protein. That was my second. My third and this is something we i also have talked about many times but in uh, after having been a runner for many years mm -hmm. someone who likes to run fairly long distances and, and enjoy it and enjoy it like seven miles three four times a week um I, and that's also like, I stopped doing that. And you would think, oh, now I'm going to balloon and gain weight like a crazy person. No, nothing happened. I increased my muscle mass because I ate more protein and the more um, resistant training. But the thing that I kind of replaced it with is walking. So I'm walking way more than I ever did before. That's awesome. And I think the two things, because there's things in your day where you can't, I mean, you maybe long walk isn't feasible for everyone, but then make sure you have a morning walk and an evening walk. I think that evening walk that I put in, um, I didn't usually walk the dog in the evening, my husband did, but now we both walk. But getting morning and starting and ending your day with a a good mm -hmm. walk has really made a difference. And again, I think it improves sleep. Getting that, that night walk in, you're sort of um, 
and also it's when it's dark outside so your circadian rhythm mm. kind of picks up on okay it's nighttime it's time to uh go to bed wind down also great you know you stop your eating then you go for a walk and then it's time to go to bed it's not like you're sitting there craving things yeah but walking more has really improved um yeah and and i've been able to exchange that for all those miles of running without um you know injuries in my feet and my knees mm, and all my that pain feet. yeah i truly truly i know I talk about all the time park further away from your the grocery store and all that but it, it really getting those steps in has definitely yeah i've also done definitely the worked. night walking too yeah but it, that, that you can replace all those miles i was running with lot less miles but walking is kind of no, i wasn't pricey. replacing all those miles i'm just putting in some miles. <laughs> well there you go there you go but i didn't think i thought stop running was gonna really mm -hmm. it makes sense me, to think that i still run like once maybe twice a week but not as far as i, I used, used to run i mean seven a lot 10 miles yeah like nothing yeah mm -hmm. uh and then when i've been walking a lot it has also made it possible for me to listen to more podcasts mm. and i will say over not just because we are podcast casters ourselves but it kind of because you want to see what other people are doing you want to get ideas but it, you really i've learned so much from increasing my podcast intake mm. to i listen to at least two podcasts a day some of them are like an hour and a half long. Okay. Um, and, but sometimes I can get in, you know, four or five, but if there are a couple of longer ones, um, I, I use definitely listen when I walk and when I am in the car. So, mm. um, I do live a book too, but I think the podcasts have really gained my knowledge of so many things. I like a book to listen to a book for, pure pleasure but i love to listen to podcasts for uh, to gain knowledge and learn and uh yeah mm. and i think i've learned a lot over the last i would say since the pandemic is when i really started listening to podcasts but over the last since we started our podcast a little over a year ago i've made sure we really listen to more podcasts um to be in the now yeah. in the know in the now yeah. um and that has, yeah, that really works. There is nothing, unless you're listening to something with very radical, with some crazy ideas, there's so much you can learn from listening to podcasts. And it's and, free. And crazy ideas are things that you probably want to listen to, not to do. Yeah. So either way, yeah. it's learning. Either way, you're learning. That's right. Um, and another thing, too, I've now listened before I might've turned on the TV if I was ironing or doing things around the house, but now I just listen to podcasts instead. Mm. So I'm watching less TV than I did. And then the fifth thing um, that more of a, from a family stand, standpoint, what I think truly has worked for us is the importance of sitting down eating dinner as a family mm. and we do that have done that since forever um even when the kids were little of 
five to six times a week. Usually once a week, there might be just something going on, sports, something that it it's more of a grab and go or um, or kids are at sleepovers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And why I think it's so important is I think you're much more mindful of what you eat. You also introduce your kids to different types of food when you all sit down together. I, I should say to 99.9% of the time, it's home cooked meals. We very rarely do takeouts. If we do, it's one of those grab and go kind of nights, if it's pizza or something like that. Um, but I think it, it's has, um, it has shown them or introduced them to a lot of different types of foods, introduced them to a lot eating healthy because it's there right in front of us. We're sitting talking. All of a sudden, the kids are had their hands in the tomatoes or the vegetables and just keep eating without thinking mm. about it because you're sitting chatting. But I also think it's the time to really uh, check in on your family and see what's going on. And sometimes it's not perfect because it's sometimes it's really late at night because someone had sports, but I rather than wait and we'll have a late dinner because I think it's more important. And maybe it's not sitting down for that long. Yeah. Maybe it's a quick dinner, but I think the fact that that's the norm, it's not, oh, we're going to try to have a family dinner once a night. No, it's five to six times a night. And then once a week, you can do something else. And then, you know, you're on your own or you can go to a friend's house or you can have. Um, and I think that's really, um, I think that has made a big difference in as a family, but also how we feeling mentally, mm-hmm. uh, checking in being on top of things, but I think also from a health standpoint has introduced good eating habits for the kids and making sure we keep good eating eating mm-hmm. ha- habits as grown-ups. And I know in today's world, I think it's becoming, I think for our parents and that generation, that's, and then big, most parts of the world, that's what you do. You sit down for family meals, but I think in the Western world, I think it's becoming less and less, um, we're happening less and less. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a, a the society. You're so busy and people, you just eat whenever you feed the kids by themselves and then you grab something or you're standing up eating. I think that family meal unit is super important. Yes. So for us, the family meal, you know, Victor traveled yeah. for, yeah. I mean, probably the last, what, 15? Yeah, I was going to say the last forever yes mm-hmm. so it was always uh the kids and i mm-hmm. so we always yeah just ate now that he's home mm-hmm. that's like a thing yeah because when when i i was growing up we didn't sit together oh one thing that attracted me to victor was one time i went to his house and i was like why are you all sitting together ah. eating i was like what huh. what is this like, yeah is this what you do yeah like the same table yeah <laughs> he said yes mm-hmm. but it was like on saturday uh-huh. So I made it a point that with the children, we always sat together. Mm-hmm. Victor hasn't been home, so it's just yeah. been the kids and I. Yeah. But what we do do now, for sure, is on Sundays. Mm-hmm. We have like a breakfast brunch-ish, mm-hmm. and we set for the week what we did this week mm-hmm. and how we're getting ready for next. Okay. So it's like a little longer time. Yeah. You know, we yeah. have pinkies and eggs yeah. and kind of talk. But I do like the sitting down. You yeah. get to hear 
just about everything. Just yeah. Talk. Yeah, you do. Or conversations that can, things come up, you mm-hmm. know, and you just kind of do like a little powwow. Yeah. So, and, and I will say, oh, well, of course, one is in college, so he doesn't, we don't get him, but we usually call him at night when we're sitting down for dinner. We FaceTime him. Aww. Not to all, it doesn't always work with his schedule. He gets a little annoyed, but no, it's, it's fun. That's awesome. Uh, but I, I've noticed too, when the kids have friends home and you sit down and they're a little like, oh, we're going to all sit and eat yes. together. But you really find out a lot about their friends. And also all of a sudden they start chatting about things that happen in school that maybe your kids won't chat about by themselves. Mm-hmm. But so you learn a lot about what's going on. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's, it's unfortunate that, and I think I mean, too. I grew up with not yeah. eating together. Yeah. So no, we, for us, I it was always like, what are you yeah. doing? For us, it was always, and my parents worked pretty late, but it was always, uh, that was like, can I eat by myself? It was like, uh, no, mm-hmm. we eat together. Yeah. yeah. So those were my five life habits that worked oh, for me. What about you, Ingrid? My turn. So it's um, it's a little different than Christina's. <laughs> um, so this one I don't think Christina will do because it's really, 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 really early. But I've been trying to wake up at five. I wake and up at six. Five is pushing. So me. usually five thirty, I'm at and you know kind of getting started to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. So I started to wake up earlier mm-hmm. to have a little bit of quiet time instead mm-hmm. of rushing. I kind of get myself ready. Mm-hmm. quiet more of a of a zen place mm-hmm. before I go to the to the gym so and it just kind of clears my mind because I'm I don't I'm, not, I'm I am a morning person I'm not grumpy in the morning mm-hmm. so I just kind of get up to have to but I purposely got up a little earlier mm-hmm. has been really good it was important to find that that kind of scent or your your own time mm-hmm. to reflect mine is after they Bella goes to school now after she goes to school, she's like at six thirty to seven. Yes, but yeah, but whenever usually, you need to, yeah, because yes. your kids go later at school too. So it's a little. Whenever you need to do it, it's it's great to have that. Mm-hmm. Another one is journaling. Mm-hmm. So Don't stay tuned. I'm 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 now in the works of finishing my journal. Oh, I will write in your journal. Yes, I will do. That. And uh, so two things you can either do. I have a couple. I have one that I write things that I'm going through because mm-hmm. with everything, you know, trauma and all that good stuff that I was gratefully gifted. I, I'm still working through that. Uh, but I also do a grateful journal mm-hmm. and I've taught the my children to do that. And sometimes they do every day, sometimes every so often, but it's just a journal that you write something good, mm-hmm. something that happened to you. Because at times we go through life and we're in a crisis and we're like, nothing ever happens and goes my way. Mm-hmm. But you do. If you mm-hmm. haven't written down, you can kind of have that reflection moment. Yeah. And just remember that good things do happen. Yeah. So it's just a reminder. So grateful journal. And we also do the jar, which I've talked to before. Uh-huh. So either one. But I know for me, journaling has been really big. So that's what I do. And do you do that in the morning when you're having your quiet time? It's sometimes in the morning and sometimes before I go to bed. So depending on kind of what I feel, mm-hmm. um, I write a little more in the morning because mm-hmm. it's usually fresh. Mm-hmm. And then at night, usually it's maybe something that happened during the day. Okay. So 
no time set, I guess. Mm -hmm. And the next one I've done, I've done mental health, mm -hmm. which has been huge for me. So I've done pretty much an appointment a week. Like therapy? Therapy. Yeah. For almost, almost just shy of two years. Mm. So mm. it's been some weeks I want to go twice. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, um, you know, because I do have friends. I mean, I love and adore you. And, and it's just sometimes you just need to talk. Mm -hmm. And I've said this before. It's just really nice to be able to just talk to someone and be like, okay, this is what's going on. This mm -hmm. is what I'm thinking. Is it normal? Yeah. And then someone is like, you know, that's not, it's not crazy. Yeah. It's normal. And just going through life and, and the things that I do for volunteering, it's a lot. I, I take in a lot mm -hmm. of stuff from a lot of different um, avenues. Just that has been something I've stuck with. Yeah. Um, which has helped a lot. And it's also when someone is, it's their job and they get paid to listen to you. Then you yes. don't have to feel bad. Because yes. sometimes you, you don't want to burden other people mm -hmm. with your crap because everyone has their crap. Well, also, too, so that it's good to unload on someone that that's your job. Well, also, too, is if they see it, like if you were to tell me something, I see you as my friend. Yeah. And you don't want me to be like, oh, poor Christina. Like, you want someone to be like, okay, Christina, this is what happened. Uh -huh. This is what you need to do. Mm. And you need to, like, cry for a little bit, yeah. but suck it up and do this. Yeah. So it's almost like that tough love that sometimes your friend is not going to give you. Yeah. So yeah. it's, you know, good, bad, and different. We laugh a lot. I've cried a ton. But yeah. it's all in all, it's been something that I avoided for a really long time. Hmm. I was like, I didn't, I could not stand being in a room with someone with four walls. Hmm. Like it drove me crazy. Hmm. And then now it's, it's still a little hard, but it's gotten better. Yeah. One that I've done has been detox. Mm. And we have to, I have to make one for Christina. She can make me a detox after this. And uh, and that's been really good. I've cut down on my coffee, mm -hmm. drinking coffee. Mm -hmm. And I feel... But we love coffee. No, I love coffee. <laughs> I love... <laughs> but I was having coffee right before I went to bed. Oh. No wonder you can't sleep. I mean, duh. Okay. I've cut down on my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I go. Through. I go somewhere to talk. I'm just kidding. Yeah. And uh, focus, energy, focus, and I don't. I'm not as bloated. I'm not as. It's just all around. Good. Good. It's a little quiet taste. It's I, the apple side. Apple vinegar, side. Yeah. It's an acquired taste, but I feel like when you say you have to outweigh the benefits. Yeah. The benefits outweigh the taste. I tell yeah. myself. So. I'm going to have That's to make good. that for you. I, I, I can't wait to try it. And my, I think my last one, right, is Audible Books. Yes. And that's big for me because mm -hmm. I would probably sit and read and fall asleep. Yeah, you said you hadn't finished a book in years. I, but now I have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, Sebastian doesn't like to read either. Mm -hmm. Probably he caught that from his mom. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to get him for Audible and podcast too. I've been yeah. better listening to podcasts. Yeah. Um, I think I mentioned it on one of my hacks, my binaural beats. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you with binaural beats, they the frequencies, the different frequencies do different things. 
And usually they go with a visual. So if you can actually sit with headphones on mm-hmm. and see here the binaural beads, yeah, they do something physiologically in your body, huh. which are really cool. And different frequencies do different things. So if you kind of you can Google them. Okay. But the key is to hear and watch. It's a third sound that you look for. But for audible books, though, I, I mean, it's just like podcasts, I do like them in the car and I like them when moving, like walking or I can't yes. watch them. But that binaural beats are more like a meditation. Kind of, right? yes. So if, if, you're, if you're able to, like the quiet time, if you're wanting mm-hmm. to get into that space, those are great. But okay. um, books... Yeah, and podcast. You can be moving. And I will say, since I, I I'm a big fan of audibles as well, and I I'm in the book club. Shout out to JC Book Club. And I was the one who never finished the book because what? I never had time. Well, it's it's I usually she was being in front of me, and you know I I mean I finished it eventually. It wasn't that I didn't finish oh, it. I, I didn't finished. finish it in time for book club. Because <laughs> also English as a second language, mm. it takes. I read a little. Does um, that count for me? No, oh. uh, but it, I was a little slower in, and then they we had less than a month to read the book, and I'm like, I can't do this. So I was always finishing the old book and then starting the new book when it was time for book club again. <laughs> but with Audible, I finished them so fast because I can walk around and listen. I would never, and, I would be no. torturing myself if I joined a book club. Oh no, I love it. It's so good. You get to read or read or listen to things you never would have picked up on yourself because you, you tend to read the same, same type mm-hmm. of books. Or what you like. Yeah. yeah, but it tends to be in the same genre and yeah. same type. But here you have you, you you have to pick you have to read what someone else says. So it's great. Because oh, all of a sudden you're that. like, wow, I would never have picked that. I can't even read and what I speak great. myself. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why Audible is makes mm-hmm. such a huge so I'm difference. Trying, I'm trying to I'm moving up. I'm finally yeah. finishing uh books and actually recommended a few books and one of my friends was like are you recommending a book that you read? I'm like, listen, listen, I read it. Yes, I finished. Good. So, But I will say one thing. I don't like to listen to self-help books. Or more like, you know, like the Atomic Habits or the things. Because for things like that, I like to take notes and underline. Okay. So, and go back to. So for self-help books, yeah, I'm usually stable with the notes. Because I also take notes. And I kind of want to go back. I, re- I used to listen to them on Audible, and I was like, wait, I, I'm, I'm going to yeah. get that. It takes too long to find, go back. So I listen yeah. to it when I'm oh. stationary. Oh, no, I don't listen. I read those. Yeah, so we can't, <laughs> we're not there yet. <laughs> okay. Now, those I like to have a paper copy okay. of. Well, I'm not there yet. Okay. Well, just But the other ones same. I do listen. So yeah. little by little. Yeah. So, again, yeah. maybe next, we'll have to do this again to see what else we see do. what else when maybe we need to do this at least once a year to see what new things really worked for yes. us or if we've upgraded yeah and yeah. i've gotten books books and hopefully uh <laughs> this helps um maybe you picked up on something you should try for yourself yeah because these are not just theoretical things <laughs> these are tried and true at yeah. least for us and if you like journaling, you try that. Mm-hmm. Or if you like uh, um, walking, you do that. 
Or if that appeals to you, try that. Or if you're sitting there listening, saying, oh, I should try something new. You have 10 new things that you yeah, can there try. Yeah, there you go. So, there. Yeah, have at it. Just knock yourself out. All right. Well, uh, cheers. And I can't wait to get my detox. I'm going to go downstairs and make it now for you. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Okay, Christina, I guess we finished another episode. That was fun. Yeah. And if you liked this episode as well, don't forget to follow the show and share with a friend. You can also join our High Heels Happy Hour podcast group on Facebook and continue the conversation. Time to put our feet up. The high heels are coming off. School! School.